Okay, Tanya for the 19th of Tevez. We're starting chapter 12. It's very exciting. But first, a story. Um, in the year 1798, the Tzadik of Asher Shesberg passed away. And he passed away in his city. And his son, who was Yaakov Yitzchak of Peshischa, who later, later on was known as the Yitzchak, or maybe already at that point was known as the Yitzchak, traveled to his father's city right before Shabbos to bury his father. And then right after the burial, Shabbos began. So he stayed in the, in the same city. And the city, they were heartbroken that his father had passed away. But at the same time, they were very excited that a big tzaddik was coming to the city, the son of the, of the person who passed away. And so they they prepared a, 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 a tish. They prepared like, a, you know, um, tables and chairs and food so that the tzaddik could be there and could lead all the students that had come with him and then they could be a part of it. And during the Shabbos meal, the Yid HaKadosh exhibited extreme joy to such a degree that people started wondering, it's a little bit strange. His father was a very righteous man who had just passed away hours earlier and his son is now um, enjoying Shabbos with so much um, enjoyment and so much excitement and it, it, it started bothering people. They started thinking, well, listen, maybe he didn't care that much about his father. And the entire Shabbos, he was, he was like this, with extreme joy the whole way through. And finally, Matzah Shabbos, they made Havdalah, and then they started singing the Nigan of Havdalah, the song of Havdalah. And as they did this, the Yid HaKadosh, Yaakov Yitzchak started um, started um, um, crying. And he became so emotional, at some point he fell to the ground and he remained motionless, crying. And no one could, um, could, no one could comfort him for hours and hours through the night. And they started realizing at some point the amount of self-control he had exhibited during Shabbos to make sure that he was in extreme joy the entire time. They realized he was, he was 100% in the driver's seat. He was determining exactly what his emotions were dictating Shabbos, he couldn't be sad, and therefore he wasn't sad. And as soon as Shabbos was over, the, he let the sadness in to mourn, and he was heartbroken that his father had passed away. The chapter 12 is, the, is, is, is a massive milestone in the book of the Tanya, because until now we've been, had so many questions, and the Alt-Tarab has been building up this brilliant um, building, let's call it, of... of what's going on inside ourselves, who we are, what we want, what our ambitions are, both our souls are. And it's coming finally to the Benini, which is the name of the book. The book of the Benini is the name of this book. And chapter 12 finally tells us, okay, what is the deal with this Benini? Now that we've explained what a tzaddik is and what a rasha is, we could go in the middle. It's almost like if you want to understand what yellow is, you would, you would explain what blue and green is and red and orange is. And then you say, well, somewhere in between, there's a color called yellow. Not a great, it's a bit of a crude example, but that, that's basically what's going on. Um, what I'm going to do is, because it's a very short um, Tanya today, I'm going to say today's Tanya, and then I'm going to do a quick summary afterwards, explaining what has been going on in the Tanya for the first 11 chapters, including chapter 12. But first, today's, ta- today's Tanya. What is the Benini? The Benini, at the beginning of the Tanya, we assume that the Benini was just a, you know, an average guy, lots of sins, lots of good stuff, but he's, you know, he's a good guy, but he, you know, he's not perfect. Now the Atrab is saying that Bainani is a person who absolutely never lets his city, his body, his thought, speech, and action ever be controlled 
Why the animalistic soul? He never has the animalistic soul enclosing itself in his body and causing him to sin. He doesn't do sin. So Benini is an absolutely perfect person in his thought, speech, and action. Everything he thinks is perfect. Everything he says, perfect. Everything he does is absolutely perfect. His thought, speech, and action never includes itself in the body, and he never controls. Remember, there's two kings. One of them has to be a winner. There's no, there's no, um, you know, participation prizes when it comes to controlling the body by the two, the, by the two souls. One, one is king, and when the one soul is king, the other soul is absolutely subjugated. Now, the animalistic soul in the Benini never is never, is never the king. Absolutely never. The, the, the godly soul is always the king of the Benini, which may, makes you realize the Benini is not a regular person. But whether in the, whether in the, um, any part of the body, whether his fingers or his mouth or his brain or his nose or any parts, to make him sin or impurify him, the animalistic soul has absolutely no control to make call any of the shots. And in the Bainley's case, it's the godly soul that's entirely um, controlling the body. And all his ambition of his body is entirely to do the 613 commandments of God. He doesn't care for anything else. That's 100% what's in the driver's seat, nothing else to the exclusion of the godly of the animalistic soul. He's never done a sin in his life and he never will forever. The, the, the Rebbe has a note on, on the Altar Rebbe's Tanya, and the Rebbe, the Rebbe says that what it means over here is from the mind, this is how I understand the Rebbe's note, from the mindset of the Bainani as he's standing right now, he's never done one, and he's never done a sin, and he never will do a sin, which means that if he's done a sin in the past, he's done complete teshuva. The Bainani is capable of doing sins, but he could do teshuva, and then get absolute forgiveness. And from the mindset of the current actual baby a man which is a bainani a woman that's a bainani in that very moment they're incapable of doing any sins in the future and have done any sins in the past because it's all been a, a, a clean slate so we're talking about someone in a moment of a bainani moment that it's has no connection to sin absolutely not he has not done one because it's all been forgiven or he's never actually done it or he's never going to or he's never going to because he has absolutely no potential to do it because he's in the driver's seat and someone whose godly soul is in the driver's seat will never do a sin because he's the driver and he's never called from the mindset of where he's holding right now he's never had the the terminology a wicked person for one second in his entire life that's the introduction of what the Benini is. Now, of course, as we're going to explain tomorrow, well, then what's the difference between the Benini and the Tzaddik? The Tzaddik is also perfect. And the answer is going to be, and I'll give a little bit of a spoiler, that the Benini is someone who wants to do something bad. The Tzaddik has no desire to do anything bad. There's no voices in his head. The Benini, on the other hand, is plagued and warring and fighting continuously over and over. Should I do something bad? No, I'm not going to do it. I can't, I can't disconnect myself from God. So that his emotions are wild towards animalistic control. His animalistic soul is not dead. It's just subjugated. And therefore it screams and shouts, go after what you want to do. But the godly soul is the driver. And so the Benini just doesn't listen. And every single morning he wakes up and every night he finishes battling and he's successful. And he wakes up the next morning and he's battling all over again. Okay, now a quick summary for, for the past for the past 11 chapters of, what was, of what, what's going on in the time. It's a very quick summary, a two, three minute summary. 
we started off the time with a whole bunch of questions. And we came to the, the biggest like misnomer, the biggest thing that we were wondering is the five levels of the Jewish people, a, a perfect tzaddik, an inca, a, a tzaddik that's not perfect, the benini, uh, a wicked person that has good and a wicked person that's entirely evil. And we had these five categories and we had no idea where they're going. Well, what does it all mean? And then the Alzheimer's introduced the idea comes from Zaya that every single Jewish person has two souls, the godly soul and the animalistic soul. And we, we explained that every single soul has 10 levels within it mirroring the spheres of Hashem, the levels of Hashem created in this world. And it, uh, three of them are intellectual, seven of them are emotional, and also three garments, three ways that the souls, each soul respectively, the godly and the animalistic soul, can could express himself, thought, speech, and action. So the godly soul can express itself in thought, so can the animalistic soul has, a, has thought. And each of them, when they're in control, controlling the body, their thought, speech, and action of the body is expressed by the animalistic soul and the godly soul respectively. And then we began the whole discussion, the last a few chapters, of what is evil, what is redeemable in this world. And we came to this incredible idea that there's no such thing as a middle ground in this world. Things are either good or things are either evil. And there's no gray area at all. Brilliant, brilliant ideas. And But the, the purpose of it was all to explain um, what is what is going on inside of ourselves? We explained that this, where the soul is actually located, that godly soul is located in the brain and a part of the heart, and the animalistic soul is located in the other side, the part of the heart that's full of blood. And then, and we explained that the battle is for control of the city, control of the body. The godly and animalistic soul, both of them want to absolutely control the body and, and, and run it in its way in the olden day style. Um, styles of the kings that kings would control absolute control and subjugate all the other kings and make them vassals to themselves this is what the god the godly and animalistic soul want to do and they want to control the body and sometimes uh, in, in 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 wicked people sometimes the godly soul is in power and sometimes the animalistic soul is in power and then we began a discussion what is the righteous the perfectly um perfect tzaddik and what is the incomplete tzaddik, tzaddik and we said that the perfect tzaddik is absolutely no no vested not a shadow of evil inside of himself and all of us been converted to good. And the incomplete tzaddik has no voices, no, no, he doesn't feel any of the evil, but it's still there and it hasn't been fully converted. And we talked about the highest form of the tzaddik being very unique individuals throughout history that, that Shimei Haif, for example, said, I've seen them and there's so few of them. There's barely any of them in history. And the tzaddik varalo, there are, there are people throughout history, 18,000 stand in front of Hashem. There are, there are many of them in, in history, still very, very rare, but a lot less rare than the perfect tzaddik. And then we talked about yesterday, the wicked person who has good, and that spectrum covers 99% of humanity, 99% of the Jewish people, hopefully not, but practically speaking, there's a lot of them and the degradations between them are very, very wide. And these are people who, who struggle, who do either big affairs, small affairs, do shiva, have regret, and they try to fix themselves up and then they go and do more bad things. And they're fighting with themselves continuously all, all their life. And then there's a very rare, situation of a person that's entirely wicked that doesn't have the consciousness of the godly soul inside of himself and it kind of hovers about him not even inside of him properly and he just doesn't, doesn't regret and we're talking about like deeply narcissistic very disturbing type of non-regretful behavior and then finally after explaining this entire um you know um let's call it a, a, a runoff to explain the baby that's today's Today's portion finally introduces the baby, explaining that this person has elements of the wicked person, which is the voices in his head, the desire and the want to do negativity and connect to the animalistic soul, let the animalistic soul express itself. On the other hand, very much like the tzaddik, absolutely in the driver's seat and will not ever and has not ever let the godly soul reign 
let the animalistic soul reign control for a moment over his body. And he's always listening to the godly soul. The godly soul is always the king of his life. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a wonderful and successful day.